Hi guys, uh, it's, it's Mikey here for the County Road Bobblers, obviously on the Bobblecast. It's a slight impromptu Bobblecast. I've not spoken to any of my fellow Bobblers about this. I've not got anyone involved and I'm looking forward to them listening to my match reaction. Um, for those of you who don't know, I tore my knee ligaments playing football on Thursday. So I didn't get to go to the game today. So I sat at home with a few beers, watched the game. Um, obviously, I am fucking livid. Don't want to go too much into that at the moment. I just want to give you a few of my observations from the, from what I saw. Because it's always different, isn't it, watching at home. So, um, if I cut to the first half, the first 20-25 minutes, Jordan fucking Pickford tried to be a quarterback. Now, you need to stop playing these ridiculous like balls where you try and cut your foot through the bottom half of the ball and make yourself look brilliant, mate. Just fucking play the easy ball, Jordan, because you cost us possession a number of times there. Um, and for me, yeah, it's great when a goalkeeper's good at the ball. And Pickford's distribution is relatively good sometimes. But for me, it winds me up when I see things like that because it was stupidly costing us possession at times where we could have built on attacks, where it could have been rolled out to one of the uh, one of the fullbacks or rolled out to one of the centre halves, and we could have we could have played played forward. The second thing I'd like to notice, oh sorry, I'd like to uh, tell you that I'd noticed was Morgan fucking Schneidlin. First and foremost, picking up a ridiculous booking in the first half, which forced Marco Silva to bring him off in the second half. But the thing that got me the most, and I don't know whether this came across off in the stadium, was he got the ball, he was on the Bullins roadside, just by the touchline, he turned, looked to play it back for Pickford, and all the crowd went, no, no! And he turned round, played it forward and played it straight to a Norwich player. Now, for me, that is a player that is not playing with confidence. I mean, we've all got our opinions on Morgan Schneiderlin and how he plays the game. And for me, I'm not one of his fans, but that is ridiculous. I'd rather have played it back to Pickford than play it to the Norwich player. Uh, Cenk Tosin, invisible. Didn't even know if he was playing. Now, I know Greg Neal will disagree with this because I think he... I saw a message in our group chat that he said, I think Chenk did okay. I'm not convinced. I don't really think he put the effort in, but nothing against Chenk. Uh, we, we, we weren't great. Richarlison, again, anonymous, completely anonymous. Sigurdsson did fuck all. Walcott, good in patches, not great. Uh, Mina and Holgate, fuck me, where do I start? Um, defensively, for their first goal, you were like nine-year-old children. The Norwich player had the ball at the end of the uh, at the edge of the box. Just for God's sake, just one of you go. Don't both of you go, which allows Pookie to tap the ball through to Campfield or whatever his name is, who tucks it past Pickford. Sidibe was playing a very high line up the left, uh, the right-hand side, which at times during the game allowed Norwich to get in behind, which made Mina go across. Uh, Holgate had to cover Mina. Then Dina would have to come in. And then we had a massive, massive hole, massive hole 
up the left-hand side. Or again, if Dini was forward, it would be the same thing. Tom Davies, again, some neat and tidy play. For me, wasn't his greatest game, but I did put a tweet out the other day, said we cannot get on his back when he has a bad game. I think he's the exact sort of player that we need right now. So, there's my fume about the team. I want to move on to the bigger picture now. I've been an avid defender of Marco Silva. I've sat on some podcasts we've done and I've said that we need to give him time. And even to the point where on Tuesday or Wednesday, whenever it was that Tottenham sacked Poch, I thought that that was a ridiculous idea. Uh, And I said, in fact, I put a tweet out, uh, which Stevie, friend of the show, does the match previews with me, had agreed with. And he said... Yeah, well, you need stability. And then then we we turn up on a Saturday against Norwich City and we fucking play like that. And it is a... Dis- I'm speechless. We've lost to Villa, Sheffield United and Norwich 2-0 now. That's a 6-0 aggregate against the, the promoted teams. I mean, I don't... I haven't even looked at the table, but... We're languishing very close to the bottom now. And it is not, it's not a good look for us. So for me, and I've, well, I know that we're all pretty much in agreement now that that's, it's not even the end of Marco Silva's tenure. His position has become untenable. We cannot continue with a manager that puts a team out like that and that performs like that. We thought we turned the corner with the West Ham game and we put in a few average performances after that. And we've kind of sort of scraped by with a draw here and a draw there and a, and a win. And we got really fucking hard done by against Brighton. But for me, we cannot continue in that vein of foot. We're going to get relegated. We'll be bottom and Liverpool will be top at Christmas. Look at those fixtures we've got coming up now. Next fixture's Leicester away. Do you you realistically, Blues, think that we're going to win there? Because I personally don't. And I'm very sorry to come on here and rant and be negative because I'm usually a very positive person. But that, for me today, was the final nail in the coffin. Something at Everton Football Club has got to change. £465 million we've spent since Mashiri took over in February 2016. Do you know what? I would pay half of that to have kept Romelu Lukaku in the form he was. Because that's what we're missing. That, for me, is what we're missing. Uh, another thing, Moise Keane, does he not exist a Jibril Sidibe, fair enough. He might have picked up a knock, brought Coleman on. Moise Keane, does he even play for Everton anymore? He scored two goals for Italy under-21s in midweek. You saw, we've all seen the goals on Twitter. He's confident. You saw the lad was brimming with it. Not a sniff today. Not a sniff. And that, to me, and I'm sorry for getting angry because I am angry, And this is a real off-the-cuff, pure frustration. And I hope I'm 
getting out here what all of you think. Why is Moise Keane not playing? I can understand bringing DCL on. Fucking Coleman. We're 1-0 down against Norwich at home. We need to be more cutthroat. And for me now, Silver's position has become untenable. Now, I know uh, which and uh, Big Mitch and... Well, what I'd like to say Little Mitch, but Lee uh, has obviously been pumping the weights in the gym, so he's not so little anymore, uh, and he might, he might hurt me if I say he's little. So, uh, which Mitch and Mitch, uh, and uh, oh, also, happy birthday to Big Al Mitch for um, the other day, 21 again, mate. Happy days. Probably a shit birthday present. I know you guys are going to do a bobble cast on Monday, but I just thought, it's time for us to break the radio silence. And it has been a bit of a rant. And it's, you know, it's probably not been that pretty. It's uh, it's not been the greatest day for us as Evertonians. Um, so I, I'm going to briefly touch on it. It's really difficult to do this when you've, um, when you've not, not sort of thought about it. I'm going to briefly touch on uh, replacements. For Marco Silva, because I'd be very surprised if he doesn't get sacked tonight. Um, for me, there's two realistic ones. You've got Davy Moyes, who we who we know very well. Now, there's pros and cons to David Moyes. Uh, you've got the pros. David Moyes will shore up your defence. He knows the club inside out. I think. As a fan base, we're very divided on him. He left at, you know, the, oh, sorry, the way he left, let his contract run down and went to Man United, didn't he? We didn't get any compensation. He left a bit of a sour taste in our mouths. You can't doubt what the guy did for us. He turned us round. Um, Davey Moyes to the end of the season. And then on the other hand, for me, for me, Rafa. Now, I know he's managing in China now, and he's got the Liverpool connections, but let's knock these two things on the head now, right? So, we'll start off with the China. I think, to be honest, and I'm not name-dropping here, but my cousin is a uh, show jumper, and she is best friends, or was best friends, with Rafa Benitez's daughter, and they live on the Wirral. So, all of Rafa's family still live on the Wirral. Um... So I think if you gave Rafa a decent wage, you probably would think about coming back. The China thing, again, he's on loads of wedges, isn't he, out there? But, you know, how much money do you need? I think it's possible. It's a real possibility that you could get him to come and manage Everton. I, I think mainly it would be because of the family connections that he still has up here. Secondly... You've got the Liverpool connection. Well, I'll tell you what. For me, yes. All right. I hate that horrible shower of red shite. But if Rafa comes in, wins us the Carabao Cup and bl- uh, blasts us up the league and we start playing good football and, you know, we start performing at that level that we think, and that is the optimum word, Blues, we think that we're at when realistically we're not, Rafa would be fine with me. He made that horrible comment about us being a small club years and years ago. But Jose Mourinho turned around five or six years ago and said, I won't ever manage Tottenham. I respect the Chelsea fans too much. And what did he say yesterday? Oh, well, that was till I get sacked by Chelsea. 
So for those of you that think because Rafa has got these Liverpool connections, get real. We're not going to get Pochettino. Pochettino is going to go probably abroad. I would maybe say if Zidane slips Madrid, somewhere like that. The other one that's been touted around, isn't it, as is uh, Mikel Arteta. Now, I wouldn't be adverse to that. He's learnt very well under Pep. And I think he's probably got a good standing. But Mikel Arteta is going to be another manager that we need to give time to. Now, for me, we want to get Rafa in. I'd lash loads of money at Arteta. Get Arteta as his assistant. Rafa for a few years. Then get Arteta to managers there on afterwards and get Tim Cale as his assistant. Now, anyway, listen, I've rambled on for long enough. That is 12 minutes and 52 seconds of pure fucking frustration from me. I haven't told any of my fellow bobblers that I'm going to do this. And I hope they listen to it and I hope they're not too pissed off I've done it. Listen, Silver's position is now untenable for me. The players are a disgrace but I don't think they're playing for the manager and I think the tactics are poor. So I'm looking, f- I'm really looking forward now to um, which and the Mitch's podcast or Bobblecast, sorry, on Monday. I'd love to see them really dissect the game bit by bit and talk about what they're going to want to do. And then you're going to have um, a match preview with me next Wednesday or Thursday for the Leicester game coming up. So thanks very much for listening to my run and, um, well, I'll say up the toffees. Well, up the toffees. Go on, up the toffees.